if you um, if you want to join the group, you would inbox me at Ofe Ofe. That's O apostrophe F capital F A E, and repeat it twice, and you'll get me on there, and you can let me know you want to join, and I will add you on. Okay. Um, our hot topic. This week is the process of finding out which Orisha came to assist the person with his or her destiny, you know? And this process is a very sacred process because, you know, it kind of drives you through your life somewhat. It's like a stepping stone to um, the big thing, the big deal, you know, what. What's the big deal that you came here? Why were you born? What did you forget? What do you need to remember? So um, there's some discrepancy about how that is done because you have a lot of people in this walk of life, meaning, well, you know, people who, uh, you know, they embrace Ifa, they embrace Orisha, they embrace Egun. And, um, you know, I call them, I call everybody Ifa Orisha Egu people, <laughs> you know. And so we embrace each other, we embrace this way of life, but some of us are very new and in our excitement to find out who, you know, which Orisha we are, we kind of, um, we get carried away a little bit. And uh, when I say carried away, it may not be, the Orisha that you're thinking is your Orisha. Right. When, when, when it comes down to finding out for sure, it may not be the one that maybe somebody may have told you in a regular reading, you know, when you go because, you know, some other problem that you are having, and then they say, oh, yeah, or soon is really close to you right now, you know, and then all of a sudden the person thinks they're Oshun. And I'm not trying to credit anyone's intelligence, but there are phases that we go through when we're new and we're coming into this way of life, you know, because um, I remember myself personally, you know, I got scolded for wearing Oshun bracelet, the five, you know, the brass bracelet. Right. I got scolded for wearing those bracelets. I mean, scolded so hard that you know it made me cry tears out of my eye because I didn't, I, 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 I wasn't crying because person spoke hard to me. I was crying because for me to take them off would mean like I'm like disrespecting or shown. That's how I felt, <laughs> you know. But mm. I wasn't even dead yet, and you know, but I knew uh, from the Babalaos who was my head. Even though I wasn't initiated yet, you know, this was like part of to bring the energy of Oshun closer to the person. So right. even though I might have been going around saying, yeah, I'm Oshun, I'm Oshun, Oshun, I wasn't even initiated yet. So there are a lot of people that go through that stage, you understand? And right. we had to help them to understand, you know, that don't be disappointed like if you know, if you hadn't gone to a babalao or somebody just told you off, you know, a regular reading or, you know, you know, you might have somebody just tell you casually, oh, I just see Yamaya close to you or you act like an issue 
you act like you like bah, you know, or you or you or, or you so humble like a batala, or you always wearing white like a batala. You know, you might have people telling you things like these. And right. then all of a sudden you get attached to this one particular um deity and even in the very beginning some of us are drawn by different deities. You know what I mean? That's my, true. My, I was drawn first to Shango. Shango drew me first more than any other Orisha. Mm. And then, uh, well, Shango didn't even get the credit. You know, when I when I went to get, get initiated, Obatala said he dragged me kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess all of them had a hand in it. You know what I mean? But um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so then, and then Shango is not, my, my, my Orisha, um, you know, for lack of a better word, my Orisha daddy is Ogun. It wasn't even Shango, <laughs> you know? But so, Ogun is Shango, a brother. So it's very, um, you know, it's very much uh, cool that, you know, Shango is involved. Yeah, yeah it, interesting, you know, yeah, because, like, for instance, they say it's said, you know, you know how there we have like sayings in different systems, you know, like for instance in Lukumi. I don't know too much for the um the traditional because I'm learning the traditional way myself. But right. in in Lukumi, when it comes to Shango and 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 Ogun, it says Shango marks Ogun's children and Ogun marks Shango's children. Mm. Yeah. So Shango would burn Ogun's children. And Ogun, and, and, and Ogun will cut Shango's children. This is how they, you know, this is how they, they, you know, the people talk, you know, you hear these stories and, you know, you wonder the truth in it. And, you know, but guess what? You know, Miss Yeh, you got a whole bunch of birds. I've been getting birds from... <laughs> I, I think it's worth a couple like a little girl playing rough with my brothers, you know, doing mm. everything. Yeah, riding go-karts, you know, throw off a donkey. I got thrown off a motorcycle. I mean, like, catch you up in the air, fall down, my foot all up in the muffler, burn my leg. Okay, I, I got a heap of birds. And my least favorite chore was ironing. I, I always mm. hate to iron because I get burned, you know? So, you know. <laughs> One time I was ironing, you know, half naked. I burned, you know, get up. I'm like, how did the? I'm like, how did the? How did the iron get all the way over here? You know what I mean? Ooh, oh yes, ooh, you know. So I got burned, you know. So I have a heap of burns. I don't have. I don't like to be cut. You know. Yeah. You know, like how people would take and go and get a tattoo. I don't like piercing my skin at all. I, you know, I got my ears pierced when I was like, you know, 21 or something. <laughs> you know, so these are the, these are the differences. So uh, you wonder when things happen like that, if there's some truth to these things, these things that they say about the Orishas. You know, when you get around the elders and you get around people that been in, you know, walking a certain path for a long time, they tell you certain things. Now. Getting back to who, how, what is the process of determining 
who your head go to now. Mm-hmm. When we say head go to, like in Lukumi, it is done basically in the ceremony that they call the plant tax. Okay? Mm-hmm. They, they call it the planter, and it's a three-day ceremony, you know, where you go through different rituals. I can't explain all the rituals here because, you know, those are like secret things. And you go through these rituals, and then you sit down with the babalao. You know, usually it's from three babalaos up. You sit down with them, okay? And they eat in and pull the odu down. That's the way that they do it. Mm. But at one point, the Lukumi also would take uh, those that did not, because they're uh, cabildos, you know, the houses, the spiritual houses, the Ilays, those that didn't in, in, in involve Babalawa in, the, in, the, in their house, they, mm. would take, they would take the... Um, the neophyte, or you know what we call the alijo, the person that's the new beginner, you right. take this person to an oriate, or they call oba, which is master of ceremonies of the of the whole ocha ceremony, the whole thing. So that's another way that they do it. They do it. They still do it like that today. Some houses still do it like that because it's not every. Um, Lukumi, Ile, that work with Babalao. Now, there's a, a kind of a discrepancy with that. And uh, from my, my standpoint, mm-hmm. because I've heard people say that they found out different times their, um, who, who their Ori is. You know, and I had uh, one lady in the group, Amaia, she... Mm-hmm that every time that she did it, she had it done three times, and all three times it was the same, and two, three different methods, and it came out the same for her. So she's like, you know, she got to attest that, you know, Ifa is, is, is great, and Ifa is marvelous. You know, I always swear for Ifa and testify for Ifa because Ifa never lies. Ifa never lies. You know, Ifa never lies. I got to repeat that three times. Yes. You know, so uh, so here it is now. You know, we have when the, my my standpoint in this is if Oramila is the witness to creation, that's what we call Oramila. Ileri the witness to creation. There stands the priest of Oramila which are the Babalaos, the Yanfas, you know, those learned priests who know uh, how to divine with the king, they know the Udu and all of this. And, you know, this is their job. This is, this is how they are. And they, true, they, they bring down what is called Ila. They bring Ila down. And then they contact these forces and these Ikin speak the truth like it's Oramila, Telling them, listen, when this person was being born, came with them, Ilegba first, with Oshun, 
with Ifa. Or came with them and boom boom. And Ifa. Or came with them, Ifa first. Okay? Okay. This is the traditional way now. In the Lukumi, they will only tell you one came with you. And you wouldn't find, you wouldn't know who the other one is, meaning like if you're talking about a father and mother relationship, you know, a a male-female energy type thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a question about that too. (laughs) That male-female energy thing. I have a question about that. Okay? But this, they would say that, okay, one came with you. It's, you know, it could be any of uh, the start first question, Eshu. Because of Eshu's position. So they'll question Eshu first. Are you the daddy? Okay? Mm-hmm. And Eshu would say, no, I'm not the daddy. Right? So well, yes, I am. Huh? He'd either say no or yes, right? Yes, he can say yes too. If Eshu right. say yes, and they don't, they, there's no more questioning after that. But they're gonna question, question, question. But sometimes when they find that they've questioned like two or three, you know, they right. would ask. They would ask, and these are the babalaos now, and I'm quite sure the Oriates do the same thing. Even though the Oriates use the Karakolis, which is the um, the Delegon, the sixteen curry shells to do their divination, whereas you know the Ifa priests are going to use the Ikinifa, the sacred palm nuts. Okay, so they 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 um they ask these questions, and then if they come, no, 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 then they will turn to um the Iya or the Baba who represented and brought this person to Ifa. And that is another thing I would like to discuss really briefly. Some people think that they can just, oh, call a Baba now or talk it out. I want to find out who my head go to, right? Mm-hmm. And they put a with the Baba Lao, they go over there and they get, they get what they get. They get the information, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But not the proper way to do that. The proper way to do that is for someone who is already initiated. Not even right. for somebody. Yeah, that person has to be initiated, already initiated, and they take you to the Babalawo. Okay? You don't have to be an initiate of Ifa. For them to take it, you could just be a, you could be a Orisha priest, meaning well, a, a priest of Orisha. But you can always accompany them, and you, if you're responsible for this person, it's like a responsibility thing. This is where a lot of people get, oh, I'm your dad, mama, and you're my dad, son, thing from. Okay. Mm. But to me, that is just a process. You understand what I'm saying? That's a process. That's, that doesn't really establish the God-son-God-mother relationship, but it does establish a sort of responsibility for taking the other person because you're kind of the person who is in the quote-unquote God-parent position is taking the person 
to find out something very sacred and very important about their lives that they themselves can just walk in the door and get and be privileged to get that information. I don't know if people disagree with me or they agree with me, but this is the way that I was taught it's supposed to be. Ma has uh, is the di- divination system by which we, our life destiny is witnessed. You know, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this, uh, you know, in another discussion we were having, but, right. you know, basically what is said, okay, is that when we are being born, okay, all of us have already been to heaven. Because we have to sit in front of Olodumare, which we call God, and we're going to tell God, not ask God now, we're going to tell God what our plan is. Because we have to have a plan before we decide to come here. So we tell God what our plan is. You know, God, I'm going to go down there, you know, and I'm going to be a diviner, you know, and, um, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, you know, I would like to have this person and that person as my parents. Okay? Mm-hmm. God just nodded you and like, okay, sanction it. And Oramila is right there witnessing the whole thing like a, um, like a computer memory chip, like a memory bank. Mm-hmm. Or a video camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he recording everything, 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 you know, your expression on your face, if you're happy if you look determined, if you were like halfway faltering or whatever, if you wasn't quite sure. And a lot of that comes, um, comes out when you do get that destiny reading. It can come in a very positive light and it could come in a negative light, meaning, well, you know, you didn't come here under such good circumstances. And there are some things that you may want to work out even if you're even if it came positive, you still want to work that out so you can ensure that you want you get what what it is you came here to do. So then, after all of this preparation and this discussion, this big discussion, here you go. You take your journey and your spirit jumps into the body when your mother and your father finally get together, right? There goes your spirit jumping in this body. <laughs> The time you mature and come into a, a, you know, ready to be delivered after that nine-month gestation period, you ready to come in the world. And it is said that that's the point where you forget everything. (laughs) Because you're fighting to get out like a tunnel. You'd be like, you know, oh, I want to, yeah, I got to get out. Better get out. I've been here long enough. Okay, so there you, you get out, and then the process of forgetting starts. You forget everything, almost, you know. And that's why, you know, the Yoruba, they do the Esentaye, you know, the, the naming ceremony, but that's just not a naming ceremony. It's, just, it's actually pulling the destiny of the child to see, well, where they're headed. It's like ushering and then my head start or like a like a a jog to remember like hey uh, you know you came here to do this you know like when you slap the baby on the butt hey 
you came to do this, right? Right. So most of us, most of us that are here now, uh, you know, in this, in, especially in the Afro, you know, we we weren't raised like that. We weren't raised um, to, you know, do the naming ceremonies, you know, you know, we. Remember, we came out of a lot of changes in a very short period of time. You know, like, you can imagine just 50 years ago what was going on. <laughs> you understand? Uh, as opposed to today. Okay, let's go back 100 years. 100 years ago, what was going on, you know? So we weren't raised, like, you know, to do that. You know, some of us try to keep traditions and you know, things like this, and, you know, we have family reunions, we have all of these type of things, but still it's from a different persuasion, more so of Christian, uh, more, you know, but more Christianity more than anything else. So a lot of us, that's our exposure. But because there's something in our memory bank that reminds us that, listen, this doesn't actually feel right. My spirit is yearning for something else. You start to gravitate to this kind of life that seems so very different. Now, I like to say this because this is very important to me, you know. Um, we, uh, in this walk of life, are very much misunderstood. Okay? by different groups of spiritual or quote-unquote religious groups. So we're very much misunderstood for a lot of reasons. You know, we do, uh, we do involve, you know, animal sacrifice as part of our ritual rites, okay? And, uh, you know, all of this is accompanied with prayers. We do deal with spirits, which is against other, other, um, other when, when I say spirits, I mean unseen forces, which is against, other teachings and other doctrines, you know? And basically, again, all we were raised to, to do, all we were raised in. And the point where it comes down to now, we don't have to be, uh, I don't want to say ashamed, but that's the way it comes off to me when people don't want to tell somebody that this is their way of life, you know, or they want to hide it, mm. okay? And I know people have various reasons because there is a thing we call discrimination that's, you know, very rampant, and people pull that discrimination card in the most ridiculous ways that, you know, it, you know, it, make, you, it make you want to hide who you right. are. Okay, you know, but imagine uh, the Lukumi, what they came through in order to preserve this way of life and spread it around like a wildfire over in this part of the world. Okay, imagine what they, you know, the, our forefathers went through, you know, and foremothers to keep this way of life intact. Okay, so now we have the freedom, we do, 
we have the freedom to, um, you know, do, work our way of life, use our religious practices, and, you know, and take example from different groups who have done that, okay? So that when people have, uh, you know, maybe they're discriminated against because of a job, you know, Sometimes, you know, we have protocol, like, you know, you got to wear white and all of this type of thing in the Lukumi. And, you know, that's trivial. We could always get around that. You know, you could always get around things like that. But, so, you know, in traditional, they have wearing white as well. I think white I, is just fundamental color. I so I they definitely come together with that. But I think that, um, you know, the whole thing about Ori and you know, who rules your head and stuff. It really depends on, you know, what system you're into, you know, what flow you're you're following, what path. Because the most important thing is just for your Ori to be patient with um, knowing what energy is the majority. But we contain all the forces of nature within us. So we have all the reaches. The key is is that one or two may be more dominant, but we have mm-hmm. the capacity for all the reaches. Well, you know, yeah, looking at it, I like what you just said. I really do. And that's, you know, that's something, that's a thought that, you know, those of us are coming in and those of us that are already in need to keep in, keep in mind because we know that our research is always transit, that even though, you know, maybe I'm, you know, I have Oshun crown, you know, Oshun is transit in terms of the different energies because sometimes I'm, you know, I'm like all hot like Ogun, sometimes I'm, you know, I'm like Shango, sometimes I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And when I say that, you know, people, it's not that I'm saying I'm the Orisha, but the character, the character. Now, I teach people that, listen, when I say these different Orishas, when you study them, you kind of can see yourself. I think that when different Orishas are assigned to you, it's because, like you say, there's something about that Orisha in you. Some is more dominant than the other. Okay? You know, we have to we have to help people understand that the Orishas in our uh, culture, the Orishas lived, you know, and that um, the personification of forces of nature is is evident as you see that some some people are fiery-natured, you know, some people have a very heady, intelligent self, you know, so these are elements, but also are traits of forces of nature that people have inside of them. So, you know, people have to understand that, you know, when you say that you are, you have the Orisha inside you, you have the force of nature within you, and that the force of nature was personified early on, and so that they went through trials and tribulations so that when the stories came down for us, those stories were meant to help us 
we were supposed to get the Iwa Pwale out of the story, out of the Odu. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when somebody, because I've seen different ways of people reading ahead, and I want to say that none of them were wrong, and, and I could not judge any of them right or wrong because, you know, we can't judge another person's spirituality um, without having some bias, you know, or of, of our own. Yeah, I strongly believe that, you know, because even within our walk, you know, we have different avenues that people take to the Orisha, you know, right. different avenues. And because the people take these different avenues, they do things slightly different, okay? But I'm right. going based logic and fact, okay? Based mm-hmm. on logic and fact, okay? If Oral Miller is the witness to creation, what better, which, which system, you know, I'm not judging either, you know. If you want to do that, fine. But I would like to know I'm going straight to the source. You were there. You were there. Not Oshun wasn't there, you know. Yamaya, you know, all of them wasn't standing right there recording anything. It was over Miller that was doing that. So it begs to, you know, to the fact that over Miller would have all the information right there. I say, I, you know, I see what you're, you're saying. But also, um, if Oshun is a divinator, if Obatala is a deep, you know, a diviner, and um, if, you know, Eshu is a diviner, and all these diviners, Shango and so forth, everybody is a diviner, then they're going to have the powers to know, like Ifa knows. Ifa knows differently because Ifa, you know, unlike maybe some of the forces of nature, Ifa never lies, you know. So there's, you know, that one thing that you want with Orumla is that Ifa never lies. And I think that within the other... uh, you know, Orishas and stuff, that there could be some case for shielding the truth from the God, you know, from the child. I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, I think that uh, if uh, Orisha claim you and say, you know, this child has, is, you know, is mine and I have her head or whatever, and then um, later on, you find out that maybe not this Arisha, uh, Yemaya, maybe Oshun was really the mother. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's also a chance that mm-hmm. it could be some um, further discussion about what head, because heads transcend and they change. <laughs> so that, you know, 
you could be because you could, oh, that sure. is because that is interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. When I when I, something very um very you know mysterious happened to me just before I got initiated, and it seems like it was in a dream. It was in a dream, but it seemed like Yemaya, Oshun, and Oya were all vying for the title. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, which I you know I got away from all of them. You know I got mm-hmm. a very firm from 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 Oya. But Yemaya stood up to say yes, okay, Oshun owns your head, but that's it. The rest of you belong to me. Mm. I'm like, uh oh, I'm I'm like split up, <laughs> you know. I'm like, you know, half and half or whatever. And um, it's interesting because sometimes you know when people, you know. Like I like you said, the energy comes and goes, and the energy comes and goes. Different energies interplay with you all the time. Right. So it's not once you have it's not like once you have Oshun on your head that Oshun is the only one that controls your head all the time. Right. Because sometimes you know your head is as humble as Obatala, you know, as you know, you know, as feisty as uh, you know, as Shango. So yeah, Shango. I can see your point when you say that, you know, the, the, all of them can try to divine or have an ability to do that. When I say all of them, I mean the Orishas. Right. To speak, because they do speak, all of them. The main ones, there are some that, you know, they speak to other Orishas in terms of Lukumi. Not all of you should speak directly, like have a mouthpiece in which to speak. Right. Like, you know, the, whether it's the Ikin or the um, the Caracoles, you know, the, the Lagoon, or, where, you know, whatever. But not all of them speak like that. Right. But it's an interesting point, Ia. You know, it's a very interesting point about how the Orishas interplay with a person all the time. What I'm trying to hinder um, or give people a little advice on not doing is if they want to really find out and really walk the walk, what my recommendation would be that the reading come from Ifa. I see. Well, I can understand that. I just want to say that um, you know, just from my personal experience, that um, different people read heads and they're accurate. You know, I've seen it. So it really depends on who is the particular, um, you know. Hey, that's the that's thing right there. Because if I never lie, it, 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 there's no mistake. Right. You understand? And because it's not a single thing, meaning it's not done singularly. One person don't just divine on it. You have different people sitting there. You understand? And their energy is, you know, impacting on 
how accurate the information is like a confirmation, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. so you know, so it's different. Yeah, I, I understand that a lot of times, you know, I am correct. Like, for instance, I, I look at somebody and I'd be like, wow, look at you right there, buddy. Right? Yeah. And then later on, you know, they, you know, they get taken to Ifa, and they find out, well, yeah, that it was Oshun for real. Oshun, she's there. She never left, you know? And that's, right. you know, that's the same. So, but I want people to be, um, to understand, too, the differences between Lukumi and uh, traditional, uh, you know, Yoruba, uh, tradition, traditional Yoruba spirituality, where you, when they when they do it in the traditional way, you can have, you know, three, you know, <laughs> two, one, two, three Orishas that come to intercede for you, including what is called Ori and Egungu. Right. So you know, I you know this. This in 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 Lukumi, Egungun, they they don't they don't ask if Egungun is your Orisha. <laughs> you see, right? Well, it shouldn't, because Egungun, how's that gonna be your head Orisha? Egungun is an Orisha. Mm. How yeah. I don't understand how it's gonna be uh, Ori. Yeah. How, it, you know, somebody could explain that to me, that would be good, because I don't see it. Well, yeah, okay. There's a long, okay. Egungu, it, you know Egungu is a collective, right? Right. Male ancestral energy. Right. Okay? So... Egungun is a collective, and because Egungun is a collective, Egungun mm-hmm. also a spirit is not just um, is not just representing your 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 deceased ancestors like Egungun. Mm. Oh, okay, so they're not your direct ancestors; they're the um, Community ancestors? No, it's a collective ancestors, meaning the body of what makes up ancestors at all, period. Okay. 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 So, I was first puzzled by it myself. I'm like, you know, how <laughs> I'm like, how can, how can, you know, I, I'm still puzzled. <laughs> but I, I understand. I'm trying, I'm trying to envision it. I'm still puzzled. Maybe it takes more than what I'm just saying now, and it takes much more in a few minutes for me to really explain it to you. Right. But it's the same thing I went through. I went through that too. I'm like, you know, I don't understand that. And I don't understand how Ori is. Because some people's Ori do not accompany them here. Right. Okay? And I'm yeah. not talking about head on your head, because you could have your head on your head, 
and still not right. be connected to the support your life. Yeah, huh? your orphi is in in opposition of your feet. So your head and your feet are going opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not all together. Yeah. So I, so I mean, I'm with you. I understand. But I think that also, um, you know, that whole thing about the Ori and Egungon is still a little bit hard for me to get that. Well, this is um, this is traditional Yoruba. Okay. That's that. You understand? Okay. And they would, you know, just like how your um. Yeah, another another one is um you know every eggmate your eggmate your 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 spiritual mate right right they are also orisha okay mm-hmm. yeah they're, they are also orisha as a group they are orisha just like eggmate as a group they are orisha Okay. The of the Orisha, yeah. So you can have these, you can get these Orishas, you know, come with you, and you'll be like, wow, you know, how did that happen? It puzzles you. It it is puzzling. It is puzzling. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. And it drinks some water. Mm. Well, if you need to get some water, you can get some water. I uh, have water, right? Well, I just say that people uh, have worship. We're trying to get it together, as always, you know, get our uh, thing together so that we are supporting the community, you know, with shows that give information. Like this show is about hot topics. You know, and then we'd appreciate people calling with, you know, how they actually think about these uh, things, you know. What what are the foundations? Because we have to have a theology. Oh, someone is raising their hand. Let's join, get them in here. Greetings and blessings, 467. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hi. I want to say hi to everybody. Alafia uh, to you, Iya, okay, and Mama Yeye. Alafia. Alafia. My name is Uru. Your name is Uru. 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 Okay. How are you tonight? Hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm Where fine. I call him from. I call him from Sweden. Oh, uh, nice. I know it's yeah, yeah. It's uh, six hours ahead. But uh, the reason that I call him is because I want to. I mean, what I learned on this month because I did, I just started a few time ago on on Europe. And it's, uh, I learned that before you say something, you need to say thank you, okay? And I want to say thank you to both of you because you're doing this program and all the people that support also this program because it's very, very important for people like me who use status 
in Yoruba, and, and we need to learn and understand things. And it's not that easy. So what you're doing is really, really appreciated. And I, I mean, I'm feeling blessed to get this opportunity and this chance to, to hear you. Thank you so much, Ohuru. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I bless you on your walk, too, and the Orishas. You know, guide you properly and your ancestors, most of all. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, they're doing such a big, big job, and I'm feeling more than blessed. I mean, I can, I don't need anything. I don't need anything. Just, I, uh, I don't have words. Sorry, I don't have words to say. I, I understand. Okay. You're full. You're happy. Your spirit feel comfortable. I understand. Yes, sadly, sadly, I'm feeling peace because for many years I was. I was thinking that this is I'm living in the wrong world or something because people were so different. I mean, I have another value, totally different. And uh, for a few time ago, my goons was following me, was showing me my path, and then I realized that this is my thing. And I'm feeling like uh, I don't need more than that. I don't need more than this. I have everything that I need right now, and, it's, and, it's, and I promise you that. Sorry? Where are you originally from? Where are you, you know, your, your, ah. your, your, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm originally from Equatorial uh, Guinea. It's also West Africa. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. See? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and actually, and actually my roots and traditions and culture the the root the original is from Yoruba. Whoa! Yeah, and I, I didn't know this, and I discovered all these things few times ago. I didn't know this, but it's like I said, when a a goons always put you on the path, and, and that's why everything after that match. Just the the pieces just fall down, and then you realize that it's easy. It's very easy. Ashe. Oh, wow. I, I am happy for you, too. I am very happy for you, you know. And a lot of people, you know, when they first come into this way and they see this, something's pulling them to this way, pulling them, pulling them, pulling them. So they're eager to find out. And that's why people will say, well, the minute they find out about one Orisha, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I am, you know, I, I'm, I'm Shango, I am this, I am that. You know, I have um, in our group uh, on Facebook, uh, uh, there are a few posts, you know, people have different opinions about how you pull, you know, the, um, to find out where, who, which Orishas came with you. But um, mm-hmm. the best uh, one that I liked so far was from Yeye Ola Oshun. And uh, mm-hmm. Yeye Ola Oshun says, the corpus of Ifa is the 411 database hard drive. <laughs> That's the way she put it. <laughs> the mother load, she said it's the mother load of our oracular foundation. Then after comes the Ikin, which is I mean, which is Suri Ikin, the Okwele, and the Orindilegu, which is the 16 uh, Korishel um, divination method. Then we have, after that, Obiabata, Obiabata, Obi, and all of these are divination venues 
that you can get the 411 information, but they all still lead you back to Odu of Ifa. Okay. They all lead you back to Odu of Ifa. So that was, you know, that was a beautiful way how she put it down. Is you know, it's the 411 database. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Um, so, you know, everybody every everybody kind of agree with that, you know. But um like we say mm-hmm. there's still some 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 path of uh Ifa Orisha Egun uh way of life that people take a different path is slightly different and they use these different methods to um, you know, to, to determine who is who, which Orisha is with which, which person. And now, uh, were you listening mm-hmm. the whole time? So who Hello? Was, were you listening yeah, sorry, to the whole so far? If I'm listening to this, what, sorry? The show from the beginning. Yeah, 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 I was listening. I, I have uh, not the, like, the first five minutes, but after that. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, you know, but... um. So that's what's going on, that, you know, people use different methods and everything. But the only caution, like I said, I'm trying to caution the younger people and the new people mm-hmm. that are coming in, the, 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 you know, the, the sure-fired way to find out. There's a sure-fired way. There's ways that, you know, even too, like you might go to, like in Lukumi, they have, um, you know, the celebrations for the Orisha, the tambours, you know, different things, yeah. and, you know, they bring down the energy of the Orishas. And the Orisha themselves might come to you and say, hey, boom, you're mine, boom. You know, they have a, 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 um, a saying, they, they call that being arrested by the Orisha. So immediately yeah. they get the mazo, which is, you know, the grand ileke of the Orisha, whichever Orisha it is that came down, and they throw it over you, meaning, well, from that point on, you know, you're bound to that Orisha, and you should, you know, you should make that Orisha. And this happens even though somebody else may have claimed the person's head, some other Orisha. Yeah, do you know this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'm still here. Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah, you know, did you know that of uh, this uh, phenomena where the Orisha themselves come in a um, in a ceremony? Yes, uh, I've been, I've been there. The Orisha mm-hmm. has come now. I say and they mount different people, mm-hmm. or maybe one person. They might mount mount one person, and then if it's a big one with a lot of people, it may be one of Two or three people get mounted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when, yeah, and then uh, you know the Orisha basically claims the person. You I say. Yeah, the Orisha claims the person, and this is you know regardless if their heads were were, were pulled before, even by Ifa. That this, 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 they say, is the only exception to having the reading done by Isa. Oh. Yeah. So 
then you would find that it's another Orisha. It mightn't even be the same Orisha that Ifa told you. It would be another Orisha that would actually, you know, come come in and, and you know, boom and boom. Hey, yeah, you, you mind. But that's how and Orisha, and you I'm never know how Orisha's going to do. That's why, you know, it's really good to have people in the know, but it's better, it's better for you yourself to be in the know. Everybody needs to do their own research, you know, and allow spirit to speak directly to you because we are all walking around with this spark of divinity in us. So, you know, the creator speaks to all of us. All we really have to do is tune in to the message. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I think the Orisha do be working through people all the time. I sure. The only, yeah, the only thing is that, you know, because take take all the things that people do before they get initiated, especially with the forces of nature. You understand? With the representation of the Orisha as the forces of nature. People do a lot of stuff on their own. And it works pretty fine for them. You understand? If they are able to connect with that energy. Once they, you know, and I think that's what draws them to initiation afterwards. Then they find out that, you know, listen, I'm really connected to this energy. So then they want to become initiated to that, to that, to their particular Orisha. Right. Because once the Orisha enter into your world, you know, if you um, connect to them spiritually or whatever, you know, it's, it's like they don't go anywhere, you know? So a lot of people think there's something to dip-dab into, you know, and not really be serious. And that's how they get hurt because you can't... Um, you know, be like wishy-washy. You have to have some sort of commitment to your faith, whatever it is. Yeah, but you know something, too, yeah, you know, when I think that's what people are afraid of because they, you know, you know, people hear stories and they figure, well, you know, if I, you know, if I, you know, if I don't do this, then, you know, this will happen. If I don't, you know, the wish going to be mad with me and all this type of thing. So, Orisha, I really don't get mad with you. Thank you. <laughs> no, you think the Orisha get mad with you, you know? Because Orisha is not here to judge your emotions and judge you, judge anybody to see, you know, who did this and who did that and who didn't do this and who didn't do that. All of that comes from our own conscience, our own right. conscience. Exactly. You know? So (laughs) it's interesting because then it leads for us to develop our own spiritual height, like you say, your own height, to develop your abilities, like make that connection that you're supposed to make. You see, some people, for instance, they only deal with Orisha like part-time, okay? 
meaning well, the only time they're actually aware of or interacting with Orisha is when, you know, maybe they got to go do an ebo, they got to do a ritual or something like that. That's the only time that they interact with Orisha. But then there are other people that because of their connection, they're always interacting with the Orisha, even when they're, it seems like unbeknownst to them, when they're doing other things. The Orisha and their interaction are still going on all the time. You see? Right. Yes, it's true because, you know, let me give you a good evidence of that. You know some spiritual people, people who have like, uh, foresight, second sight, all this type of thing that we call it, right? Who can see, you know, things. Spiritual gifts. I have met more, uh, so many times different people. I have on nothing of Orisha, nothing whatsoever, not <coughs> even wearing white. And people will walk right up to me and ask me. First they'll say, are you spiritual? That's the first thing they say. Then they say, oh, I'm getting goosebumps when they get close. And then they say, um, oh, oh, yes. I see this big lady, this big something, you know, they all something. And I'm like, really? You know, because I'm like, so to me, what they're seeing is that constant connection. I see. That that doesn't go away. And I say really like that because I don't want to, like, you know, go into anything with them and say, well, it's Oshun or it's this or it's that. And they don't really understand what that is, but they know they feel something. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So then this explains how, you know, that connectivity process works that it never leaves you. And when you meet people, you know, they give you such a, oh, my God, you get such a beautiful feeling from that person. Sometimes they might even know anything about Orisha. They might not even know, um, you know, they might attribute it to something else. Even people, you know, I have a, a very um, uh, good lady that, you know, I always talk to all the time. She's a Christian lady. And right. my dear, we see each other is like we see the sun. I say. Our spirit well, you know, kind of... It is not the um, belief system of the person. It is the character. You know it's that... You yes. And so that's, that's the point right there. The character. You know, connected with. And there's so many good people all around the world that practice different faiths and beliefs, you know. The thing I I love about Ifa is that Ifa is about the love of nature that is given to us that we're supposed to demonstrate back to the community of the world that we share our little, our our small, you know, area of the universe. but, yeah, that's an interesting point of view. And when you say the love of nature, I mm-hmm. mean, um, it's a little bit more than the love of nature. I think it's more of 
the love of nat of natural order, like things that are natural, things that you know naturally happen, things that naturally occur, things that naturally grow or naturally are. That I think I think that Ifa supersedes natural and supernatural. And that it is the ultimate of love. And love in its bountiful host in nature gives us everything. There's nothing that we don't get from nature. And then when you say the natural order of things, I'm wondering, are you excluding, you know, um, people who um, present themselves to be gay or, you know, uh, homosexual or, you know, lesbian or, you know, because... Clearly, when they get together, that's not what people consider natural order. Are you adding them to that definition? Because the natural order often uh, gives me the heebie-jeebies because people try to say, oh, it's the natural order to have a mother and a father and 2.3 kids. And you know what? That's not the natural order. We're not animals, We're not animals, right? Right. We're not animals. Animals, some animal species can procreate, mm-hmm. you know, can procreate um, with, uh, by themselves. Some right. animal species can, um, hmm, some animal species uh, can, um, uh, the male can produce. Right. But the human being is not like that. Right. The human being, when they get together, female and female, what do they produce? What do they produce? And I'm not saying his own, you know, you want to do that, you do that. But what you produce as a female to a female, do you produce another human being? No. There's too many. Do you produce another human being? No. Right. So that's the natural order, to produce another human being. Right. You see? So I'm just, well, you know, when, when people say natural order, it just gives me the creeps because people use it in such a wrong way. The, 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 the love of... Yeah, natural right. don't have nothing to do with discrimination. Up is up and down is down. Down is not up and up is not down. You understand? Right. If, if, you, if you jump off the bridge, you're going to do what? Gravity, fall, boom. Right. Okay? If you hold your breath, you're going to stop breathing. That is natural. Mm-hmm. If you hold your breath, you're going to automatically release it because you're not going to be able to hold your breath. <laughs> so, but I, you know, I don't want to argue with you because no, everybody a, has their opinion. It's not, it's and just that we have a point their, of view when right. it comes to these things. And, um, you know, it, it's just that we have different points of view. I, you know, everybody scream about, you know, you know, but listen to this. 
Oshun. Remember, there's a Pataki, there's a story where the women wage war on the town. Right. You know? I love that story. All the different deities, and when they wage war, by doing what? They withhold their sexual favors. They're like, look here, we're not going to create no more human beings for you all. We're not bringing no, you're not, we're not getting together with you, males, because you all are disrespectful to females. We're going to just keep our, our stuff to ourselves. And guess what? Eventually, guess what's going to happen? Everybody will die. <laughs> okay? Okay. This is a different Pataki than the one I know. Yeah, I just... finally, <laughs> finally, you know, they and what, what did it take? The love that you just spoke about with Ifa, the love that Orisha has, that's what got the women to feel gentle, feel happy, feel, you know, sexy, whatever, to forgive, you know, all of this stuff. That's what it took for them because you couldn't force them to do that. Okay? So even mm-hmm. though sometimes people like to force and put something to be something when it's not what it is. That's true. Yes, it either is or it's not. It's just just straight like that. Are you this or are you that? Straight. There's no gray area in between. None. That's what I call natural. That way you don't have no confusion at all. None. Well, I think that nature gives us all kinds of patterns and all types of uh, genders in terms of plant life and in terms of even, um, you know, rocks and inanimate objects. Yeah, I even, think human that beings, we, even human beings are different. We're right, different. Right, you exactly. Know, different, people think we're actually the same, a lot of us, but no, they're different. All individuals. Different. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, we have, like, you know, when we talk about sex and gender and, you know, who likes who, you know, they have, um, you know, hermaphrodites and all these type of things, you know, um, you know. So, yeah, people people like that, you know. I know, I say, we mm-hmm. have to be respectful of everybody. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. You know, and, um... You know, so, you know, but you don't want to be, um, if something is harmful for you. Right. You don't want to deal with that. Exactly. I'm not saying, you know, disrespect. If it's a person and it's not good for you, then you don't deal with that. Right. You, you don't have to accept it. That's my point of view. Exactly. If you know it's not good for you, you know, why should somebody try to force you to accept it when it's not good for you? That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do that, okay, that's fine. You can do that, but don't bring it to me. Mm-hmm. So here we go back, and um, 
getting back to our topic on on Ori mm-hmm. and um, pulling pulling the um, the Orishas of the head. Um, what I would like to say is that whether you know some people, I'm not telling anybody because maybe they they got their head pulled with the caracoles or somebody got their head pulled with uh, Ophele, as opposed to, get, you know, finding out through Ifa directly with the Ikin, that, is, that there's anything wrong with it. Okay? That is wrong or it may not be right or stuff like that. I'm not saying that to anyone. What I'm saying is that there's a process and it's, if you were born to do this, then you do that. That's the whole essence of Ifa right there, to find out, well, what did you come here for? What did you come here to do? There's something that you came here to do. You know, you said it, you know. What did you come here to do? Some people ask for something very simple. They say, listen, I just want a loving family, and that's it. That's why with me, you know. You know, then you get people like me say they want to come down here and kick ass and fight demons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was hanging with you. <laughs> so, they got a few of us saying we want to do that. And then when we come and meet our mom, drop over and say, what? I got to be doing this all the time. Oh, no. Have <laughs> 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 Something else. Yes, yes, it is something else. Yes. Um, did did Uhuru um, come out the line or he's still there? Oh, he's he, you still there, right? Yeah, yeah, I still here. The point is that I make the call through internet, and the connection is not that good. So I hear up and down volume. So that's oh, why. Oh, yeah, up and down. Oh. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, but um, you know, it's it, it, the whole long and short of the, the story about this is that, you know, we human beings are like so amazing. I swear, we're like these, you know, lights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just walking, living lights, walking around. So we're so amazing, and then in the process of being this amazing, we don't even know the half of how amazing we are. You know, we don't know. I say. You know, a, a, a beautiful thing, um, a thread that's in the group on Ifa Orisha Egun talk is um, what does your um, your your Yoruba name, your Ifa name, or your Orisha name mean? So everybody is going and saying what their name means, and not one of those names are derogative. Everyone is a uplifting. I mean, when you understand what these names mean, it makes you look at the other person with some like, oh, you know, like, wow. Hey. Yes, I mean, you know, because, you know, you, look, you read the names and you're like, whoa, that's powerful, you know what I mean? So it and it gives the person too a a sense of self respect, you know, like wow, you know, I'm I'm I I'm, I'm this is my this is me. 
You know, the Yoruba, they give people names according to who they are, their character. Mm. You know? So these Orisha names that people get, they didn't just choose them like randomly and say, oh, okay, I'm going to name you, um, you know, um, 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 Zamunda or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to name you, um, you know, um, you know, Baba Tunde or whatever. They didn't just do that. The Odus tell them which name to give the person. I say. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know? And I know, like, in Lukumi, they wait until, like, whoever is your crown, Orisha, you know, when they're doing the ceremony and everything, at the very end is when, you know, after they do all the other Orishas, you know, like, cast the delegons for them and read everybody, give everybody the Ita, all the other Orishas, they leave your Orisha for the last, um, the one that's crowned directly to your head. And um, then is when you know you're accompanying um, uh, Orisha, you know, the, the counterpart, the mommy or the daddy, and then is where you also know the name. Based on the Odu. Right. Okay? Yeah. I, I, I got a very beautiful name. Very beautiful name. And it means so much to me. And it sometimes, uh, when, I, when I think about it, I, uh, I, I want, think... You got to mm-hmm. tell us quickly, uh, Mama Yeah Yeah, because you have 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> The name I was given is um, Lade Orun, and it, it literally means crowned in heaven, you know? And it makes me think on, like, you know, yes, okay, you may, you may have been crowned in heaven, but then you came down here and you got another crown. You understand? Because okay, when we are in heaven, uh, we're all divine beings. Is when we come here, then we get corrupted. And through uh, Ifa, Orisha, Egun life, then you find your way back to that divine being you are. Even look at the names. The names tell you how divine you are. So right. I'm like, wow, look at, I mean, not one means anything negative. Not one. They're all uplifting names, you know? Well, that's um, you know, when uh, children are born and you're proud and happy to have them and you recognize them as being the gifts that they are, the treasure, you know, and you, you take care of them so that you treat them as the gifts that they are as babies. When they get older, they will treat you as a gift as a parent. So, I say, so these no. names, these names, but these names are all linked to Odu. They're linked to the Odu that you got that gives you these specific names, and they tell your story. When I say your story, that's why it's good to find out. Mm-hmm. Your story, you know, who you really are. And it's like a like a saga, you know, like let's have episode one, you know. Then you have episode two, you know, like the trilogies. 
like, you know, metric, metric reloaded, or met, metric something on leash or something. Yeah. Things like that. I see. That's how, that's how our life goes, you know? Well, I'd like to thank uh, Uhur. I'd like to thank you very much for calling in all the way from Sweden. Woo! Love it. Sweden. Yes. all over the world. That's the thing. Yes. Yes. People are embracing every walk of life, every every aspect, every race. It doesn't matter, and, you know, that's the beautiful thing about Aoife. Um, I didn't mention anything about the um, the um, the kidnapping, anything like that. And now we have U.S. intervention. You know, we continue our prayers for the safe return of the, um, the young girls. And uh, also that, you know, the casualties in this doesn't go up. You understand whether it's for the people who did the kidnapping or for the girls, you know, because, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's, you know, this killing and killing, killing, killing have to stop because, you know, we're still in yeah. immortal, you know, we, we, we're not immortal in, in, in the physical body, you know. So, you know, I, you know, our prayers is for, you know, the safe return and for some resolution on the, the warring factions, which is, uh, you know, they're the Christians and the Muslims, and that Ifa, who is in the middle of it, the traditional, and all of us over here who practice any kind of offshoot of Ifa or Risha Egun um, um, life, that we're like in the middle of all of these conflicts that is going on with other people with different ways of life, but when it boils down to it, it's like it's our problem too. And we have the ability to do something about it. So, you know, our plea go out to, you know, the big babas, the arabas, all around, you know, uh, Nigeria, and, uh, you know, to come together and make some big um, prayers and big ebos on behalf of this issue because we don't want all of these people getting killed. We don't want... Um, the 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 the, uh, the girls endangered. You understand because of intervention. We don't want all of this this stuff to happen. We want peaceful resolution. Okay. You know, for resolution. You know. So this is what's going on, and it's a time too that you know from the very beginning. Remember when I started in the beginning, I was saying that um, Risha. Ifa and Egun, it's time for people to be proud of what they believe in. And the only way we're going to change the misconceptions is if we talk and discuss these things. We have to change the misconceptions that people have, you know, when they're afraid of this and afraid of that and afraid of that. You know, Jesus is an Egun too, but nobody's afraid of him. Okay? Uh, you know, Muhammad is an Egun, nobody's afraid of him. Okay. And all of a sudden, everybody's afraid of Oramila. You understand? So mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity, you know, and not saying that, you know, we want to um, showcase ourselves in the middle of such a dangerous crisis, but this is a very good opportunity if I, to show um, how 
affecting their That's way it. of life in, in, in dealing it. with issues, as, you know, these kind of issues. Because that, that's what Ifa is all about, life issues. That's okay? it. Okay? So I yeah. give thanks to every, all who are listening and to, you know, our gracious Iya Awofolola and, uh, you know, for having this uh, forum. And, you know, I encourage you all, you know, we, we do... Um, accept donations so you know we all we always can use donations to make bigger and better things happen spread the word and all of these things and you know we're looking to see you next time next friday same place same time at 9 p.m the hot topics with mama yay yay Yeah, Lord.